two, three, here we go. talking about today all right so it's been five years since we did an episode like this but today's episode is what's on our bookshelf 2.0 oh wow and what is on our bookshelf yeah so in 2018 uh, episode number three for gab and jam we did what's on our bookshelf so it is this is long overdue okay that's good and um right and one of the reasons why we do something like this is we are curious about what other people who are in a similar uh, journey, our um, artistic journey. Yeah. We're interested in what they read and what you guys read. Yeah. And of course, we're interested in fellow artists or other artists that have inspired us. Their lives, you know, sometimes it's historical backfilling, kind of what we talked about with the documentaries. Yeah. Um, but also just to see what their journey is. And some of them are so dog- doggone uh, interesting yeah. that their lives are, are better than fiction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you do find that. But, I mean, you know, when we do this thing, it could be some anything that could be what yeah. inspired you or what's on yeah. your books. It could be, you know, I, I don't know. You could be reading the writings of Edgar Allan Poe or, yeah. or, you know, Ernest Hemingway or, you know, whatever. Whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. it, it could be whatever it is that kind of maybe you draw from that in order to inspire you to write, yeah. you know, uh, songs and things like that. So... At, you know, or even like biographies and things like that, you know, hearing about the lives of other people, other yeah. musicians, other famous musicians. Yeah. That might be, you know, sometimes it could be motivational. It kind of lets you know that on this kind of quasi-spiritual journey of writing songs that maybe the way that you write songs isn't just unique to you. Yeah. That, you know, there are other people, even famous people, yeah. who maybe get there the same way that you get there, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so sometimes that can be reassuring. So yeah. anyway. Yeah. And of course we always pinch off bits of dialogue, especially when we hear the weird stories, like one of the books that you're going to talk about, yeah. um, is that, that Sly Stone book has all kinds of, of interesting stories that actually can help fuel, uh, our next bit of art. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, this is the book. It's uh, Thank You for Letting Me Be Myself Again. If you don't know, this is uh, actually named after one of Sly's songs. So, yeah. uh, and uh, Questlove. This is, you know, um, Questlove is the book imprint that he, you know, this is his book company. He's, he's the publisher. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did the foreword on this. And Questlove is also going to be doing uh, a documentary. Ah. That's uh, he's also going to do, and he did something I think called the summer of 1969. Yeah, he did. That was about a concert I think that took place in Harlem, New York. Yeah, that Sly and the Family Stone was on. So uh, Questlove is really good, and you know, just a bunch of stuff that you know he's got a couple of different books that he has written. Mm -hmm. I made it through one of his books. Yeah, Uh, and and this one is a very good one because Sly Stone is like for me one of my earliest inspirations. So, um, from, you know, I remember being inspired by the Jackson Five, mm-hmm. 
I don't ever remember them not existing. Mm -hmm. But at the same token, like, you know, once I got out of my Jackson 5 stage, stage mm -hmm. at the ripe old age of nine, <laughs> um, I heard, you know, Sly Stone, and it was just an uh, earth-moving experience for me. Aww. Yeah. So. All right, so our categories are loosely, and again, like you said, there's some of everything in here, yeah. uh, but biographies and autobiographies, and, and you actually have a, a Prince has his own subsection yeah. In here, uh, of uh, I think it's like four or five books that yeah. are all Prince related. Yeah. And then the thing that I got from a lot of the Prince biographies that I read is that the man worked every day. Mm -hmm. Is that, that, that he worked on music all the time. Mm -hmm. Regardless of where he was at, that's what he did. Mm -hmm. Just all the time. So I, I think just recently... Uh, they released a box set for Diamonds and Pearls, mm -hmm. and the amount of unreleased material that's on there is staggering. Oh, right. It wow. is unbelievable. I, I would say it's probably close to 30 unreleased songs wow. that's on there. It, it's, it's, it's a huge amount of unreleased material. Yeah. And that's just for Diamonds and Pearls. Right. So, I mean, and for each record that Prince did, there's like... Tons and tons of unreleased stuff. Yeah. I think people were saying that, you know, if they actually were able to go through the vault and release stuff that, you know, he'd have probably enough for 20 or 30 albums. Wow. Wow. You know, and that's just indicative of so how it, so often. It, so it stands to reason that you have read uh, four books, or four or five books. Yeah. Like and I mean, some books are actually just chronicling. What yeah, Prince was doing in the yeah. studio, right? And, and and the day in life was Prince in the studio. Yeah, that that, that was pretty much his day in life. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. All right, and then also there are some inspirational things. I know um, I have a couple productivity, and then there are a few music business specific um, types of books on the list. The list has uh, like twenty selections. We again will not go through all of them here, but we'll yeah. list a few. Um, and then, of course, questions arise as to how we go about reading these books. For you, a lot of them are... I do a lot of audiobooks. Yeah. So uh, it, it allows me to do it while I'm doing other things, which is always great. While taking a walk, working out, whatever it might be. So I, I really like to do it that way, driving in the car. Mm -hmm. Whatever it might be, it, it makes things a lot easier for me to kind of get through it. Mm -hmm. Before, I would use my Kindle. Yeah. That was a good way yeah, of doing so it because, it you know, I could have it and... Um, or, you know, whatever you might be using. Yeah, because it's that nice app. with that because you get to go between the laptop, the iPad, and the phone. Well, it's the same thing right there with the Kindle. And it's the same thing for, like, audiobooks. Okay. It's okay. like I can go through. Yeah. So regardless of what form of media I have with yeah. me, I can always have that book with me. Yeah, I like Which that. is pretty good. You know, it's, it's the same thing. I kind of discovered doing that, like, when we would take trips. Yeah. You know, getting on an airplane, you can just listen to a book. Uh, that's a you know, idea. so it's like all of those types of things, you know, it, it, it really kind of helps to, like to get through it. The, the downside, I would say, about audiobooks is going back to specific parts of a oh, book yeah. that stands out in your head. Right. You know, so... You know, whereas if it's a Kindle or something you know, like that, you can, yeah, you can mark and say, hey, this is the page yeah. that, you know, has this good thing. Oh, yeah. Like story, right. Yeah. All right. So that that is a part that, you it's know, I, I do like. Yeah. Yeah, of the audio. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, paperback and hardcover. I know for, for me, I had, there's something about the paperback. I know it's antiquated, you know, right. actually having the physical book. Yeah. And then some of them, like, and not on this list, but on our last list, I was telling you guys, I did both. 
I have the 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 um, paperback, and then I'll have the digital, like for Bird by Bird. I, I love yeah. that book so much that I have it multiple forms. So, and I've read it multiple times. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a non-sponsored post. I feel the need to say that because yeah. we are sharing so many uh, resources, and we will actually share links to them, but we don't get any money if you buy through any of the links. Right. It just takes you to where you can, where you can purchase it. Yeah, and, and you know, and I, I, I guess I just have so, like, mad respect for Questlove. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. I mean, and for him to put together this book. So, this book is, uh, by, you know, an autobiography. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Sly Stone... You know, wrote this book. Of course, he had a ghostwriter. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, and it you can tell when you go through this book that it's written in his voice. Okay. Um, you know what you don't necessarily get is like it. You know, hey, what did you do for the production of song X or song mm-hmm. Y or something like that? That's not there, and I don't think Sly really remembers that. Oh. You know, I mean, I, I, I didn't get that. I mean, he, he kind of understands conceptually or, you know, remembers conceptually why he came up with the band, mm-hmm. conceptually why he came up with certain songs, you mm-hmm. know, and things like that. And that's really kind of cool to hear, too. Mm-hmm. You know, that in his head, he had this thing of this integrated, you know, meaning racially integrated band and also integrated as far as... um female and male, yeah. you know, players. Yeah. And real players. And that was the other part, is that, you know, you know, Cynthia, you know, his daughter, his daughter, his, <laughs> uh, his sister, uh, Rose, on uh, keyboards. Okay. Now, these are people, they, they actually, they were good musicians, yeah. you know. So, I mean, that was the other part of it. it. It was, you know, that these were contributing you know, female members of the band. Yeah. So it, it, it meant something as far as the statement it was making at that particular yeah. time, you yeah. know, so. Yeah, because that's what they were saying, that Prince kind of, was kind of inspired by that combination uh, of yeah. makeup and that he kind of modeled the revolution. The revolution off that same type of concept. Yeah. And, and you can kind of, you can see that. And yeah. then it's sort of like when you listen to the music of, you know, Sly Stone and, you know, Larry Graham did something similar, mm-hmm. you know, so, um, you know, as far as having female member of the yeah. band, having, you know, multiracial, yeah. that type of thing. And then also uh, with um, the band doing music that crosses genres. Right. And not right. Being necessarily defined by one particular mm-hmm. thing. And so it's so, I guess, apropos that. You know, Sly Stone and Jimi Hendrix would play Woodstock, Mm -hmm. you know, this seminal rock and roll event. And they both made an impact in such a, in in completely different ways. What do you mean? You know, because to me, you know, Sly brought the funk, the gospel, Mm -hmm. uh, the soul part of, you know, what is, I guess, what would be like the black experience Uh kind of brought that. Whereas Jimi Hendrix brought the blues, he brought the rock, he brought this whole different, you know, component. But, you know, both of them, I think, epitomizes what, you know, African Americans had contributed to, you know, the music of the 60s. And then, of course, Richie Havens. Yeah, yeah, Ricky Havens, that's right, at, at, at the folk party. Yeah, that's there right. you go. Because uh, yeah. Ricky Havens actually started off, that's the way they did. they kind of had Woodstock set up, you know, where it would be folk, and mm-hmm. then the different genres would fall that way, so. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm just going to list off a few. You already kind of talked about Jimi Hendrix, but A Room Full of Mirrors, Charles Cross. You guys know there's a blog post that is attached to this. So yeah. all of the links and all of those things will be in the blog post. So if you want to know more about 
uh, how to get each book. Um, the second one, Malcolm X, A Life of Reinvention. That was Manning Marable. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, it's a lot different from the biography of Malcolm X. It gives you a whole different a whole different um, perspective on Malcolm X. So I, I think it's really a good read for that. All right. Um, the Storyteller, uh, Tales of Life and Music, Dave Grohl. Yeah, that's done in Dave Grohl's first voice. So, I mean, and, it, and it's a very interesting book, too, and a very interesting read uh, about, I guess, Dave Grohl's musical journey mm -hmm. is a good way to put it. It's not completely like, okay, telling a story from beginning to end mm -hmm. like that as much as it really kind of expresses Dave Grohl's impact, um, music, the way it impacted his life, and the way it has impacted him as a father. So it's it it has that actual component built into it. So it's all of these things. So you get this relationship between music and his children. So uh, and then the next one you mentioned Questlove, but music is history. Yeah, that's a very very deep book because you kind of get to hear about Questlove talking about all his musical experiences, along with you know what he did with the Roots, what he did with D'Angelo, things like that, and how all of these things. I guess, impacted him, you know, from him hearing a lot of these older songs from, like, his parents, mm -hmm. growing up with that, and growing up with Prince, uh, you know, and the impact that Prince had on him. And it's always so weird to me, the different musicians that I know, or, you know, I'm not saying I know Questlove, but, you know, or heard of, mm -hmm. and them being influenced by Prince, mm -hmm. and how the influences show up Mm -hmm. and what they do mm -hmm. and how it's always kind of different. Mm -hmm. you know? That's the nice part about it. You know, so and, and it shows how, how we're so different as people. Right. Mm -hmm. And that, that Prince's, I, I guess, music uh, vocabulary or musical repertoire mm -hmm. was just so vast yeah. that it can just impact so many different people in, in so, so many, many different, different ways. ways. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that. All right, uh, the next one is Eruption Conversations with Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, I really like this whole thing of, you no, know, of actually exploring the minds of geniuses, whether it's Prince, whether it's Eddie Van Halen, Jimi Hendrix, mm -hmm. or Sly Stone, mm -hmm. and the commonality mm -hmm. that you see with them as far as their focus and this, the way that they see the world yeah. in their own way. Yeah. You know, and Eddie Van Halen was just, you know, uh, we think about him as just a guitar genius, but also you know, how hard he worked to get that sound, and mm -hmm. then how much music was, again, mm -hmm. that's all he was. Mm -hmm. You know, the same thing with Sly. He was drugs and music. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was the yeah. same thing with Jimi Hendrix. He was, I mean, if he's a guy to wake up with a guitar, he carried the guitar every way he went. Yeah. It was just, mm -hmm. you know, it, it was music all the time. Yeah. Just how focused, how hyper-focused these individuals, mm -hmm. you know, were. It's just... Unbelievable. All right. Uh, the next one is a music business one. Major labels, a history of popular music in several genres. Yeah. So that's, you know, I, I still feel like genres are, I mean, genres are necessary. I, a lot of times as musicians, they feel like handcuffs, mm -hmm. but they say, are necessary from a business perspective yeah. because you need to be able to categorize yeah. things in order to sell them. Right. So I, I, I do understand that aspect of the music business, mm -hmm. but I think a lot of times from an artistic perspective, yeah. they are limiting 
and you know you feel like they put you in a box right you know because sometimes and, and, and marketing does that too yeah. you know so meaning that marketing creates expectations of an artist yeah so you know the fact that you did one thing yeah people expect the next thing yeah and so it it's unusual for an artist to get to a point where they can say what you expect from me is the unexpected mm -hmm. and i'm saying that you know prince was one of those types of artists but yeah. there aren't many yeah, we talked about Ooh, the you, genre you that onto themselves. So I'll right. put a link for that episode, but there are some artists like Prince who... Or just a genre onto yeah. themselves where, you know, you, you don't know what to expect yeah. next. and that's okay. You know? that's, that's what you expect from that artist. Right, right. is yeah. that, that, you know, and that's the part that makes him interesting, yeah. you know. And, and it's hard to... And I don't, res I, I guess, disrespect artists who don't have that. Right. You know, mm -hmm. because that is something very, very difficult to do. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's unique. All right, uh, the next one is Anatomy of 55 More Songs, an oral history of top hits that changed pop, pop, rock, and soul. Uh, Mark Myers has got a lot of... He's got a couple of different books. So uh, I discovered Mark Myers when the volume was on Sirius XM. Oh, yeah. And, you know... Uh, the feedback show used to have him on, I think, every Thursday or something like that. And he he writes, I think, jeez, uh, I want to say he writes for the Wall Street Journal, or one of those newspapers oh. where he kind of does like the anatomy of a song. And what he does is he finds out, you know, what inspired the song, kind of, you know, the nuts and bolts of what they did in the studio, oh, you yeah. know, and then also, you know, the roots, like what other songs inspired that song. Oh. So, I mean, he goes very deeply mm -hmm. into that. And and so I used to really enjoy listening to him on Thursday because, again, it took a different perspective of dissecting a song. Mm -hmm. I, I would never do that. Yeah. I would never dissect a song like that. Yeah. And, and him doing that was just really intriguing to me. Yeah, all right. Um, the next one is the Thank You for Letting Me Be Myself Again, a memoir, yeah. Slide Stone. Uh, the next one is Time is Tight, My Life. Uh, wait a minute, My Life, Note by Note, Booker T. Jones. Yeah, Booker T. Jones. That was a good one for me because uh, Booker T. and MGs, I, I knew like Green Onions, but I, I didn't know a lot by Booker T. I, okay. or, nor that I know, you know, like he came up with uh, Maurice White from Earth, Wind, and Fire, yes. you know, new Billy Preston, you know, all oh, these wow. things that when you start, you know, did all the stuff with Stacks and. And you start finding so much more about what these people have done. You know, they right. play guitar, they play, you know, all these different instruments. Wow. Didn't know this, you right. know, and that this guy is basically a virtuoso. Wow. Didn't know this about this, mm -hmm. about Booker T. So, you know, and I, you know, later, you know, he started doing stuff with his son. He was putting out records that I found out about and I kind of yeah. added to my playlist. Just yeah. things I, I didn't know, yeah. you know, I mean, wow. that as we talk about this before, when you sometimes wonder well, what are these old artists doing, a lot of times they still making music. Still making music, you know, yeah. and, and and you'll be surprised they're still making good music. Yeah, you know, yeah. so yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's again, it's one of those type of things for me. It was somebody I'd heard of, and I think I heard about him on Volume Two, uh, and it was sort of like he's talking about this book, and I'm like, oh, it'd be interesting to find out more about this person. Yeah, you know, and it's been a few different artists that you know. For me, that I've I've done more of a deep dive into the same thing with Dave Grohl. Uh -huh. It's like I'm not gonna say I don't know about the Foo Fighters, but not on that level. Yeah, and it made me kind of go back and start, you know, digging deeper into right. more of their albums. It's like, oh, you know, I because I always thought they wrote some really good songs, mm -hmm. so it was good to kind of just go back and I guess refresh myself as to yeah. 
how good the, the band was. All right, uh, we're starting into our Prince category. Yeah. Um, the Rise you of Prince. You can just wrap all those together. Okay, Rise <laughs> of Prince, 1958, 1988. Dig If You Will, the, that's one. Dig If You Will, The Picture, Funk, Sex, God, and Genius in the Music of Prince. Nothing Compares to You, and Oral History of Prince. Prince and the Parade, and Sign of the Times, Era Studio Sessions, uh, five Prince in the studio. The exclusive studio stories behind his 1977 to 1994. Yeah. yeah. So any of those Prince books are good. You know, um, I mean, if you kind of know like Prince's backstory and all the rest of that kind of stuff. I mean, there's not much to tell about Prince's backstory. Mm -hmm. You know, many of that. You know, his father was a musician. Mm -hmm. You know, he ended up staying with Andre Simone, who became his first bass player, and mm. you know, and and pretty much after that, you know, ended up getting his record deal, and the rest is history. Yeah. I mean, and so it's, but you know, the guy was just a musical savant. That's yeah, and I think yeah. people are because he didn't talk a lot, and because he, you know, was seemed like kind of private and secretive right. um i think once he died just the, and then of course the mystery of now the drug use was introduced yeah. basically after he died so it just yeah. made you say well what was really going on yeah and i don't know if we know based on these books or not yeah you know, you know. And, and i think for me prince was that guy who kind of married so many aspects of things that i heard growing up mm -hmm. in one yeah artist mm -hmm. you know it's like when i heard i want to be your lover you know in that song i kind of you know because i kind of come up listening to you know like slide rock stuff stanley clark all the rest of the stuff and i hear i want to be your lover it's got this riff that almost sounds like a stanley clark riff to it yeah, and it's like, like cheap too I you know and I'm, I'm just hearing all this stuff in this one Song and then later hearing his album and there's Bambi, there's yeah. when we're dancing close and slow with the acoustic guitar and all this stuff and it's like this guy's doing all the stuff mm -hmm. that I heard all together in one right mm -hmm. you know and and so for me that that's why yeah I think he's like the seminal influence for me because it was like that's it right you know and this is exactly yeah. what. I think music should be going. Yeah. You know, that's kind of yeah, the way it was. That was kind of how it was for me, too, as far as the style. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm always interested in how you package it. Yeah. So, so the style and then, like you said, the showmanship. Yeah, all know, the rest of that yeah. stuff. Then I, then I heard that Dirty Mind album and I was like, okay, that's, oh my goodness. Yeah. This is, this, yeah. this is what I'm talking, this yeah. is for me. You know, yeah. it was that, that and then, you know, you add in the police and I think I was, <laughs> I was hooked. I was done. Yeah. You know, so. Dropped the mic, huh? Yeah. All right. And now we're getting into the, um, uh, we'll, we'll skip down to the productivity, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Mm -hmm. I heard so much about that book. Um, it is really a good book to read, to understand how things stack together, how to do better, how to work smarter and harder, which is always my new goal. Um, and then add to that. So that's one. Uh, Four Hour Work Week, Tim Ferriss, another book about simplifying so that you can get more time to do the things you want to do. So I love that. Um, and then three um, um, novels. So we have Blue Shoe and Lamont. You know, she was on my last, uh, the what's on our bookshelf before with Bird by Bird. Uh, time, uh, sorry, Blue Shoe is her novel, one of her novels. So I finally read one of her novels. Cool. 
Yeah, I hadn't been ready for it before, but it and it was nice. You was ready for it. Right? I was ready yeah. for it. Yeah, twenty years later, um, fifteen years later, um, and then the stationery shop, a novel, picked it up in a resale shop. Mm-hmm. For what was that cents. about? It's a, it is an air bluff story. Oh, <laughs> right. Wow. And I actually added the um on uh, Twitter um the um author Marjan Kamali mm-hmm. and she actually liked my post. Oh, but yeah, but it was a uh, I guess an advanced. So it's time. an So what do, you, what do you mean? Where where does it take place? Does it take place in uh, wherever they are? Saudi Arabia yeah, or, yeah. or okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh wow! And then they be cry all the way through. Oh, I, no, wow. I had, but I'm saying it seems to me that it would be almost like a cultural experience. It was yeah. because the foods they were talking about. I had to yeah. look up. I didn't know what the heck sumac was. Yes. I had to look this stuff up. Right. And all these dishes and stuff. So it just it was just and it was touching. So well, you know, and, and I think that's almost like vital, especially like where we are today. Yeah. To sometimes see. You know, Arab people as just regular human beings. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and especially it. here in America. Yeah. You know, and, and, and again, I, I I'm not talking to the rest of the world, but yeah. they, you know that kind of see that yeah. that again that human connection yeah. that you know we all because sometimes we like to just categorize people, right? And throw them all in one bucket. Yeah. You know, and it's like no, as yeah. the human diaspora. Yeah. We are we. We are very different, yeah. but we have these common things. Yeah, we do. And yeah. finally, that is that essentially make us human. Well, go essentially ahead. make us human, but it is a lovely book. So I re- yeah. highly recommend it. Um, and then finally, a book I just bought. I heard this woman talking about it on the podcast. She interviewed the the author. Um, Christine Colson is the woman's name. Mm-hmm. One woman show, and I thought, oh, it's corny. Is I'm not gonna. This this woman writes labels for museum um, displays. So, you know, the little label where it says this year and this is the name of the painting and the author was inspired by. She wrote a whole novel with just these little things. So snippets of this woman's life. And it's just it. But her language is so beautiful. That was her constraint. So she's talked a lot about her creative process in that podcast. And that made me well, I had to go get the book. I paid the ridiculous high amount to get the hardcover. It had just come out that day. So I went out and bought it and I'm loving it. Her language, the way she puts words together, I'm already just soaking up some of her uh, her lines and um, will probably regurgitate them in some shape, form, or fashion in, in some of the upcoming things that, that I write. So, yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. Um, what do you guys think? What's on your bookshelf that you would like to share with us? Please leave it in the comments below because, you know, we're always looking for something yeah. to enrich our um, our creativity. Don't forget about Slash Stone. And don't forget about Slash Stone. Oh, and, you know, we have written our first book and it's going to be out very soon. So stay yeah. tuned. Next episode, we're going to have a special coupon code just for our listeners, our viewers, for our people. So look for that. And... What else? I guess we don't even need the because now we got the t-shirts. No, we do. Yeah, we so got obtaining love. Yeah. So we'll be what dropping the whole album. So December first. Okay. And seven p.m. live stream. Yeah. And uh, we have t-shirts. So we got retro flow. Yeah. And we got the clouds t-shirt. We'll have the links below so that you can avail yourself of these lovely t-shirts. And we've had what? Six singles. Six singles. Um, and you guys know we've been on over 250 playlists. Yeah. So we love it yeah. for this. We've been doing a, a really big push for this album. And so far the results have been lovely. We were just featured in 
um, the Venezuelan vlog. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll throw the links below. Yeah. But yeah, so we're loving it. If you dig the vibe and you want to be a part of the tribe, be sure to subscribe. We're wishing you love, peace, and chicken goose.